and welcome to the Yard Talk Podcast. Today is Friday, September 18th, and we are talking anything and everything sports today. How are you doing, guys? I'm doing great. Doing great. Great Friday. Hey, Joe, great how Friday. are you doing? Um, thank you for asking, Brennan. So I'm, I'm going to start out with a little bit of a rant here. So we're, we're filming this on Thursday night around 10 p.m. And so tonight, from the hours of 7.30 to 9 p.m., was that was some of the worst times of my entire life. So let's let's start. What so happened, was, Joe? So yeah, yeah, let me get into it. So I was golfing. Um, nine hole course, just fun time with some family and friends. And it's like a really small course. So before I get into this, I I don't want you to think that this is a normal course I'm doing this on. This is like it's a hundred yard holes. Just go out for fun. So through seven holes, I'm two under. I've never golfed under par in my entire life on anything and even that small course. So I am I am thrilled. And then on hole eight, I bogey. So I'm one under and I'm like, all right, just par nine. You've been parring, parring all day. You've been having a good day. And then, so I get, I, it's a, that's a par four. So I get, and I'm right off the green on the fringe. I'm sitting two. So it's my third shot. And then I chip it. It's a horrible chip. And I'm like, Oh God. All right. Just two putt. You're just like, I got a shot, a long putt to save my under par round. I missed that. I just blasted by the hole. So I'm like, Oh God, now I got a tough putt for, for par, for a par round. And I just missed that too. And I was so fed up that I just missed the putt coming back as well. So what is that? A four putt, I think. Yeah. Did I just four putt? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I ended up two over, which is, I was so mad. I was so (laughs) incredibly mad. And like the whole drive home was just awful. Because two over is like a great score for me. That is absolutely a wonderful golf round. But it's the fact of what I had and then ruined it just really pissed me off. So I come home. I'm all mad. I just want to forget about it. I turn on the TV. I watch the Thursday night football game, which we'll get into. But let me just tell you now, the Brown spread didn't cover. So, and guess who had the Brown spread? Me. So I'm sitting there. I'm watching Joe Burrow drive down the field. They're not going to win. So this is just a pointless drive. They're not going to win. And he just drives down the field for a touchdown and ruins my spread. And I am even more pissed off than I was before. But I'm like, okay, at least I had a couple other bets. I log on to the baseball app, MLB app, and I look. And the Dodgers scored six runs in the sixth inning to make – and then the – so the over was 11 and a half for that game. The Dodgers scored six runs in the sixth to make it 11. And then in the eighth, the Rockies scored a pointless run to make it 12, and the over missed by 0.5 runs. That's two so, games, Joe. That's 0.5. Yeah, so my night was awful. It was absolutely <laughs> horrible. Like, one of the worst nights of my entire life between the hours of 7.30 to 9. I'm feeling better now. I've talked to the boys. I've, I've you know, gotten it all out. But, man, that was a rough one. So, thank you for listening to that and being a part of my life there for a second. I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. That sounds like a horrible night. Hey, Joe, if you ever need tips from a scratch golfer like myself, um, you can always ask mental tips. Uh, Brennan, what's the par on the courses you're playing? Is it a par like, what, par 152? That's that the scratch? Uh, no, it's par 72. It's the PGA Tour 2K21. Oh. <laughs> Dude, don't even lie. You're not, you're not a scratch golfer on that. Don't even, don't even lie. Hey, he is when he turns down the wind and uh, all the outside of that. <laughs> puts it yeah, on easy. Yeah, easy mode. All right, let's let's after that. Let's just. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. I just no one bringing up no one bring up golf. I know we have to talk about golf, but I'm just gonna like 
mute myself so I don't have to say anything. Coop. All right, let's get into Monday Night Football. Here we go. There, right, I don't even know what day it is. Th- Thursday, Thursday Night, night football. football. All right, so we had the Bengals-Browns. Last episode, I called it the shit bowl. And I kind of retract that statement because this was actually a decent game in my opinion. Yes, it wasn't the two best teams, but it turned out to be an okay game to where you can actually enjoy watching a little bit, especially if you got the, if you got the, the Bengals. Um, all right, so Baker Mayfield went 16 for 23 for 219 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Joe Burrow, 37 for 61. I mean, threw the ball 61 times. Get that man some ice. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> 316 yards, three touchdowns, but he did fumble. Nick Chubb played out of his mind with 22 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Poopy Man finally did something with four catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. How'd you guys like the game? I hated every part of it that I watched. <laughs> I, I felt pretty good. The over hit, and everyone was talking about the over, and I just felt good. Um, someone like Joe, who obviously had Browns minus five and a half, I could see why you would hate it. But I think – both teams look pretty good, and I think Burrow is going to be a damn good quarterback. I know he had a lot of speculations going on, but I think like the one point to take away is that he hit A.J. Green three times. He hit three receptions, but 13 targets. They just had kind of like that off chemistry, like you know maybe it was a bad pass or maybe just on A.J. Green's side. But once they start hitting that nice little stride, oh, my God, they're going to be a good duo. Yeah, there are a few. Go ahead, Joe. I just want to say 61 pass attempts. Oh my God. That's, for, that's absolutely insane. From like, like a, and that wasn't like anything like a, like a special game, you know, where they're just like going at it and stuff. It was a pretty normal game. I kind of high scoring. Yeah. But that's a pretty normal game for 61 pass attempts. Yeah. The first two games played against the chargers and the Browns. So it's not really saying much, but at the same time, like he's right there. And they, those teams play their players a lot of money. Like the Browns, look at all the talent on the Browns, and he's yeah. right there with them. So. I just yeah. want to – going off of what Kyle was talking about with the Chargers, I just want to go back and reiterate that the Chargers only scored 16 points on the Bengals. The Browns scored 35. So let's put that in perspective how bad the Chargers actually are. All right, move along. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cooper. Thanks for that. Oh, and our pick and points game, Kyle and I – Got the dub tonight, and Joe and Brendan took a fat L. Okay, this is about the whole weekend, okay? And then it's about 17 a week, so I don't want to hear any of that. It's all right. Hey, it's Brendan, no, no. on a Monday night when Brendan, you're going to pick the Raiders. I'm not picking the Raiders. <laughs> Actually, we'll see. Brendan, don't worry. We, we got Kyle, who's about to make some of the stupidest decisions we've ever heard here in about 15 minutes. So, so let's just wait for that, and then we'll feel better about ourselves. You know what? Actually, Joe, for the next – was it 16 weeks? Just put Packers for every spread because we know he's <laughs> going to pick that, and that's going to be his every loss. Exactly. All right, Not going to be in. many losses there. <laughs> let's get into uh, let's get into some NBA. We had some playoff basketball tonight, Brendan. Let's talk about it. All right, game two of the Eastern Finals. Heat beat the Celtics 106 to 101. Dragic led the Brendan, you know that with... you, you know it's Dragic, right? You said that twice in a row now. Yeah, you've it's been, you've been screwing I, I didn't want to correct you the first time, but like I like second time, all right, I'll, it's Dragic. <laughs> to all the listeners out there, um, colorblindness is a serious disability. <laughs> and <laughs> it affects time. my ability of my enunciation. 
and my pronunciation. So I apologize if I can't pronounce some damn Russian name. I don't know what the hell it is. Was was it Dragic? Dragic, yeah. Dragic, Dragic. That is no, okay. Dragic <laughs> with twenty six points. Then we had good old Jimmy B with fourteen. Uh, Kemba Walker led the Celtics with 23, and then Brown and Tatum had 21 apiece. The what was that? The he actually trailed by 13 at the half, putting up a 37 piece in the third. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good game, a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, Jimmy B looked pretty good when you watch him play, it's just like he's very smart on defense, he can really anticipate the other team, and you know, he gets a lot of steals. I don't think his stats really prove how good of a player he is. But, you know, the Celtics are choking this one, boys. I could see a gentleman's sweep. Just so let I, – I don't know why, but I don't even care about this series. I'm already thinking of next year. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Giannis Antetokounmpo goes to the oh Miami Heat. Like, they're rolling through everyone right now. Add Giannis to that team? Like, it's a joke. Oh, like, they'll be they'll be very familiar with the Eastern Finals. Yeah. Oh, my – that would be insane. So, I'm I, I'm excited to see where he goes. I hope it's not the Heat. I don't want oh, another yeah. super team like the Warriors. But uh, Jalen Brown missed a corner three with 15 seconds left, and that kind of sealed the deal on the game. But here's the boner part. I had the over at 208 and a half. I was screaming some blasphemy at the TV <laughs> that this mofo can hit the three. Oh, wait. It was, the, it was a bad night of betting. 208 wait, and had, a half? Oh, my God. You guys are getting screwed. I it was had 207. That, I had that over, too. I just yeah. remember that. So yeah, uh-huh. back uh, subtract ten minutes, and now I add another thing that sucked. I lost uh-huh. that over by a three. So moving on. God, Kyle, let's get some golf. Let's get some good news. I'm feeling good about golf. Let's talk about some golf. Good news. Well, <laughs> the good news is that a lot of guys did well today. First round concluded uh, with a big surprise. We had twenty guys under par. Uh, the head of the grounds at Wingfoot was not happy with USGA over the course setup. So the rough was cut. I remember last time we were talking about the rough being as deep as Arnold Palmer can, but that is not the case now. And guys are just lighting up the score, the scorecard. So what yeah, do you guys I, think? I, I'm so mad. I am I was like, pissed. Oh, add another thing. I'm at man today is just not Joe's day. If you, if you aren't noticing by now this, but I was like, this is supposed to be the tournament where the players just get crushed. Like you feel relatable to the players. Cause you're like, Oh, I've missed, I've missed back-to-back two foot putts before. That's hilarious. And then, but now they're just draining putts. What is this? Yeah. No, I have a couple issues too. Cause my hotter than hot take was that the winner would finish six over <laughs> JT right now is five under. <laughs> I said, Byung Hoon on was through nine and eight over. He finished today one under. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but there's a lot of false promises or just broken promises here because it is not as difficult as what they hyped it up to be. Yeah, it was. it's not even close. The other issue was their pin placements today were so easy that they were putting them at the bottom of the hill on the green. So basically, if you flew the pin, it could just top, caught the top of the hill and rolled back to the pin. Or if you made it short, it would hit the, hit the front and go to the pin. So like everything was funneling towards the pin. And it's just not fun to watch, really. Do you but guys boy, know how they'll change it, though? Like, how will they make it more difficult for the upcoming pin, weekend? Pin placement. Yeah. Pin placement? Is there any other way? I mean, I know yeah, it's wet on the green, so maybe yeah. they can dry it out. Yeah, no, they, they, can, they can make the greens a lot harder as well. What, what They mow it tighter or what? 
How, I, how, I don't know exactly how they do it, but I've heard like in plenty of times in previous tournaments where they're like, oh, the greens are playing so much harder than they were yesterday. So yeah, I, maybe we need to get a greensman on here so he can uh, give us all the science behind it. And I apologize to all those Tiger stands out there because I'd like to say that the course was as difficult as we hyped up to be, and he's three over. But no, it's there's people doing pretty well still. He's still three over. <laughs> you know, that I, chunk on eighteen, dude. Oh, that chunk was, was so bad. Oh, that man. looked like us on the course. It oh, did. very relatable. I've done that many times in my life. Many times. I uh, but I let me tell you this. I am really looking forward to tomorrow, like because I oh, think yeah. they're going to overcompensate so much and make this course the hardest round of golf ever played in the history of golf. I really I, hope so. I hope they put the pins like on the slopes, so like the pins just like in the middle of the slope to where like you literally can't get it there because it's just Dude, gonna I, roll back. I hope they put the pins in the rough. Like I, I hope <laughs> they just like don't even put them on the green, so you're chipping into holes. Like that's how hard I want this course to be. How are your picks doing? Good. Yeah, so I don't know if – I don't think we told you guys this last time, but Kyle, I don't know, he just didn't respond to the text, so he's not in it. But Cooper, Brennan, and I are, all did a, uh, like a fantasy-type fantasy, fantasy type U.S. Open pick for – pick people for golf, and we all have five golfers. I am strongly leading the pack with JT, who's in the lead, uh, Matt Wolf, who's second, and Neiman, who's uh, tied for eighth. So I'm feeling really hot about myself right now. I do not feel hot whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. My first I, pick was Xander, and it was two under. Um, I know I have Kevin Na. I think he's like five over. I have Ricky. He's somewhere. And the other two Ricky's golfers, up there. I don't even know. Is, is Ricky sure up there? Ricky's like in the top Ricky's five. My, Ricky's minus two. Yeah. Okay. Well, the other two golfers, I don't even know who I picked. So that's where <laughs> I'm at. I'm going to be completely honest. I, don't, I, could, I probably could name two people that I picked. I know I have Victor Hovland, and I really don't know who else. And Cantley. That's all I know. No. You also have Max Homa. Don't forget him. Yeah. No, he's just scratched from my team. He, I, already, I, already over. Take, I already took the minus five points that we have on our point system there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I chose Webb Simpson on, on the pod, but if I were to do that, I would have taken McElroy and uh, probably Fino. So McElroy's doing solid. I hope he gets to, gets to the top towards Sunday. He's at how's minus Fino, three right now. How, but how's Fino doing? Do you know? He's doing all right, right? I'm. Yeah, I think he's doing all right. I didn't see him towards the top ten at least. I, I think he's like that, I but. think he's like plus two. While you check, I'm gonna put. Hey boys, put your guess in. I'm plus two. Uh, to be I fair, I don't care what he is. He's gonna choke on Sunday. <laughs> I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's around. Oh, he's minus one. Oh, yeah. he's wow. Minus one. He's wrong. fourteen. All right, we'll see. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be a great day of golf. Wait, really quick. Where's um Desham douche? He's, he's up minus there. two. God, that furiates me. It's because they cut the rough. He can it does because no. it doesn't he matter. He can now every time. Yeah, he can now drill the ball and get it out of the rough. Before he could drill the ball and chunk it out, like he wouldn't be able to get out. But now they they don't reward accuracy anymore. It doesn't matter if you hit fairways. Guys are hitting it out of this rough onto the green. That's not the way this course should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, who am I to say? But I mean, from a fan <laughs> from a fan viewership standpoint. I want to see these guys chunk it out of the rough. Like I do not want to see them hitting greens. I and want to see Tiger shot. A lot. Yes, exactly. But, like, to be fair, what was it? It was probably, like, a month, two months ago. DJ won a tournament, what, 30 under? Yes. Yeah, but, and again, then, that that's not Wingfoot. No, I don't know. But then I'm saying, like, the next week, someone finished, like, two over or, like, one under or so, something a lot lower. I would rather see that golf where it's more relatable, more difficult than just someone going out there and it's, like, a PR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you think about it, JT's on pace for a, a 20 under. Yeah. yeah think about yeah. that. 
at the U.S. Open. U.S. Yeah. Open. That's ridiculous. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, you guys good with golf? I'm good with golf. I'm good with mm-hmm. golf. Yeah, All right. Yeah, that, that was a good. Go- I think we had a good golf right there. Good golf talk. I love that. That was fun. All right. Let's do some baseball. Here we go. Um, in baseball, we have Twins versus White Sox. White Sox four to three. White Sox clinch a playoff berth. That's the first time in a while. They got to be happy about that one. Good for them. Um, and then also fun fact, not even a fact, fun instance in that game. Um, Donaldson got tossed for kicking dirt on home plate. So he hit a home run. He trots around or like he was arguing strikes or balls and strikes. And he hit a home run like that same at bat. And as he's crossing home plate, he like, he like kicked his foot with a bunch of dirt all over the plate and came back and did it. And the ump tossed him. That was awesome. What an idiot. It was so awesome, Kyle. Well, but also what, but so they were up three, two at that point and they lost four, three and that was in the sixth inning. So Maybe I don't know if it came down like I don't know. He definitely would have come up again, so maybe it was a bad move on his part. I didn't see it, so was it out of spite or was it just kind of yeah. like a, him being cocky? He basically said "fuck you" to the umpire. Yeah, yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't him being cocky. Yeah, he was just out of spite. That's he a literally, Donaldson move. He literally, he sl- dragged his foot across home plate as he came home, went back and just started kicking dirt on home plate, and then as he was walking to the dugout, he was just cussing out the umpire, just pointing at him, <laughs> cussing at him. What did he expect? Yeah, no. No, he, he expected he was getting tossed. He, like, I, what was going through his mind, he was probably rounding second. He's like, yeah, I've had enough of today. I'm kind of tired. Let's just, let's just get this over with. Just go <laughs> sit in the – I'm ready for some ice. But to be fair, when I think of Donaldson, I just think of that mohawk mullet he used to have and pimping home runs. So I expect that out of him. <laughs> exactly. That's a Donaldson move right there. All right, Rays, Rays v. Orioles, games one and two. Rays took both from the clinch of playoff berth. Good for them, just as well as the White Sox. Um, they're likely to clinch the East soon, even though the Yankees are rolling. It's uh, they've had uh, they got a three three game lead in the uh, in the East, and so moving on to the Yankees, Yankees versus Blue Jays. Yankees win their eighth straight. Yankees ten to seven over the Blue Jays. And there's a couple records in this one I'll talk to you guys about. So we got uh, the first team in MLB history with six plus home runs in three straight games. Luke Voigt hit his twenty MLB leading twentieth home run today. That guy. That guy's insane right now. And then uh, in Yankee history, first five home run inning in Yankee history. Like, I don't even, man, tough pitcher. All right, just moving on from that game. We got Cardinals v. Pirates. Pirates, five to one in that one. Cardinals lose a playoff spot. What idiots. Indians v. Tigers. Indians, 10 to three. Bieber with another win. He's eight and one. He's going to win MVP. I don't even want to talk about it because you're going to disagree with me, but I don't want to talk about it. Rangers versus Astros. Astros. Wait, really quick. Back to that game. It's it's funny. I feel like the Indians hitting just turns on once Bieber starts pitching. But do they realize they only need to score like three runs max, four yeah, runs? They should really score when someone else is pitching. Like they yeah. should be like, all right, we're gonna score. Hey boys, let's get two today. Let's just <laughs> let's call it at two and let's yeah. rest up for tomorrow. I it's like that. gotta be a mindset. It's gotta be a mindset that they're going in thinking that they're gonna win. That they're like, hey, this is our dog. Like we got him versus anyone, you know. Yeah. And it's just confidence. I'm telling you, gotta I, be that. My hotter than hotter than hotter than hot take is it's looking good right now. If the Indians secure that eight seed, man, they're going to be tough to beat. They are going to be tough to beat. Um, okay, where was I? Um, we have Rangers v. Astros. Astros 2-1. to one. Astros are now three games up on the Mariners, so they pretty much secured it, unfortunately. Mariners remember that they were bad, just like the Orioles. Oh, yeah, I did mention the Orioles. They are awful. Awful. So bad. They were good, and now they're so bad. 
All right, now for our nobody cares because nothing changed game. Red Sox v. Marlins, Red Sox 5-3, Diamondbacks v. Angels, Angels 7-3, Giants v. Mariners, Giants 6-4, Dodgers v. Rockies, Dodgers 9-3, and that was the game that screwed me on the over. And uh, our boy Griffin got his first, first win dog. of the season. First, first dog. Dog. Go Halos, those, baby. For those that don't know, we are Griffin Canning and Justin Herbert podcast. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's get into some NHL. Um, so NHL, some big time stuff tonight. Lightning versus Islanders. Lightning two to one in overtime. Sorelli with the overtime goal, and that sends them to the Stanley Cup final. So our Stanley Cup final is Lightning versus the Stars. And if I'm being honest with you guys, I have no idea who I would even begin to pick in this series because they. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, like if it's a coin flip, but I, I'm saying Lightning in seven. That's what I'm saying. Um, I think last year when they got, do you guys remember what happened last year to them? So it was, they had, it was either like one game off or the best record in the NHL's history in the regular season. And then first round of the playoffs, they got swept Oh, in, I four, remember in that. four games. Mm-hmm. And that was so fun to watch. I loved it. And now they're like coming with some vengeance. I like the vengeance they're having. They're like, wow, that was embarrassing. We can't do that to our fan base again. So I, I kind of like the vengeance they're rocking. So I guess I'll give that them the edge in that one. So I'll give lightning and seven. But what I do know is I am absolutely demolishing the under bet in all seven of these games. The under has been hitting like crazy. And yeah, Joe, after you told me series. that stat, like it was like free money because you told me the under hit like in what, five or six games in a row. And I put it on like, oh, that was the easy money. I, I don't know the exact number. So I, but I'm almost positive that the, uh, um, that the under in the semifinals in the conference finals of each, each conference, the yeah. under hit, nine out of 11 games and it could be 10. I know I'm pretty sure it's 10 actually. So that like, man, I don't know if it's going to continue in the Stanley cup finals, but I'm going to hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So Stanley cup finals starting soon. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have some fun. All right, Coop, let's do some, uh, let's do some pick em points game for some football. All right, guys, let's get into it. First, we have the giants at the bears. This is at Sunday at 10 o'clock. The Bears are favored by five and a half. Um, give, me, give me the New York Giants. The Bears cannot pull what they did last week again. The Bears suck, and they will always suck, and they will not go 2-0. Mitchell Trubisky will prove who he really is, who sucks, and the Bears will suck. Give me the Bears, you know. They have Khalil Mack. They showed what you can do if you sh- shut down Saquon. So I like the Bears. Bears five and a half. I do not like this game whatsoever. <laughs> it's a battle of the garbage. I really don't want to root for the Bears, but I just don't see Daniel Jones doing well with that Chicago defense back there. So I'm going Chicago. Oh, man. Coop, come on with me, buddy. Come on with me. The Bears suck. Come see, on. Loan them. Loan them, Coop. See, I was going ba- – I had typed in my thing, Bears, until you two said the Bears. I am going with the Giants. Back-to-back yeah! weeks. We'll see how it goes. Oh, man, we are going – that's a guaranteed win. I guarantee we I hope, that. Joe. Wait, that's right. a guaranteed win? Yeah. Dude, All right. We're, we're, we are writing this down. <laughs> the, the Bears will prove they suck. The Bears suck, and I'm sticking with that opinion until they prove me otherwise. All right, next we got Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas is favored by four and a half. God, I don't know. I do not know. Pass. I'm passing. I get I'll start three. us off on this one. All right. All right yeah. Start us I'm off. Hammering the Falcons because I hate the Cowboys and that's <laughs> every week. All right. 
so is Amari Cooper playing? Do we know that? It it, it doesn't matter. That it, that matters an immense amount. That, right. that is huge. So he's questionable with a, <laughs> foot, a little with foot Julio. With a little foot Same thing. with Julio and hamstring. That is also big. See, then again, I don't know why I ask because I hate Dallas, and I feel like the Falcons are going to come back after that embarrassing loss to the Seahawks, and they're going to do well. Give me the Falcons. Kyle? This is another one. They're both 0-1. Like, they've got some weapons on both sides, and it's at Dallas. So I really want to go Cowboys Dallas. are favored. Oh, there's there's no know. fans. I know, but – you know, just getting in your routine can probably help. But I'm going Atlanta. I'm going Atlanta oh without receiving card. Oh, man. boys. Let's go, go baby. I'm telling you. Boys, give me the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. That is, that is an incredible lone wolf for me. I can't be- – wait. Wait, wait oh. no. I just said Atlanta. Oh, I mean, the, give me the Cowboys. <laughs> I, can't, I, I was so excited about lone wolfing the Dallas Cowboys that it came out Atlanta Falcons. You guys can go – you guys can go sit in another room while I watch the Cowboys win by like 21 next week. Yeah, okay. I got me saying at the beginning, I don't know, was just a, a little, little distraction. So I could pick the Cowboys and lone wolf because I knew you were all going to pick the Falcons. So even if is, the Cowboys win by that spread, Joe, you're still a loser because you picked the Cowboys. to win. <laughs> you know what, Brendan, we picked the Browns today. So we're already started for behind. So I need to make up some ground. So give me the Cowboys. All right. Next we got uh, Detroit at green Bay. Green Bay is favored by six and a half. Uh, give me, give me Green Bay. Um, I don't like the Lions at all, um, and the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is on on a revenge mission this year. Give me Green Bay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kenny Galladay's out, but that doesn't even matter. I think Aaron Rodgers is on that fuck you tour where he just shows everyone how good he is. So give me the Packers. Now I am gonna go with the Packers, but I'm gonna oh, tell surprise, you right surprise, now, surprise, I do surprise, not like that surprise. spread. I do not like that spread one bit. Because I've watched this rivalry for the past, like, what, like, six years very closely. And almost every game that Rodgers is playing in, it's like a field goal game. But the only reason I say it this year is because they just destroyed the Vikings. And the Vikings' D is normally pretty good. So I think they're going to put up points. But it's still, it's still questionable. If you, can, if you can buy a couple of points down, I would. But, yeah, Packers. I'm contemplating this one every second right now. I want a loner boner list, but, but I think the I'm Lions. Gonna, I think I'm going to go the Packers. Yeah, it's probably a smart move. A, a, a lone wolf with the Lions. That no, is thanks. a rough one. <laughs> All right, next we got Jacksonville versus Tennessee. Tennessee is favored by seven and a half. And I'm going to cut you off because I'm hammering the Jaguars again. Again. I so let me go next because I am almost as excited, if not equally as excited, to coop for as Cooper to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, man, man. I, I love myself some Gardner Minshew. I love what he did last game against the Colts. That was he throwing to literally no one. I loved it, and I'm I'm on their bandwagon. They're going to the playoffs. Okay, that's Gardner Minshew. Yep, yep. There, there we go. Give me the Jaguars. You know, I got bullied into this, I feel like, because, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure A.J. Brown is out for Tennessee, and after I saw Tannehill put on that shit performance last week, I feel good about Jacksonville. You know, Minshew mania is contagious. Carter Minshew makes me want to, like, go and catch a bluefish tuna and then just (laughs) cook it up with some Jack Daniels. just makes me feel like America. I don't even know how to describe that, but just America. 
I'm Minshew Mania all the way. Kyle, if if you go with the Titans right now, if Dude, you do it. If A.J. Brown was not questionable, if Corey Davis was not questionable, and if Malcolm Butler wasn't questionable, I'd be going with Tennessee. But because they're questionable, I'm, I am going to go Jacksonville. Yeah! yeah! Let's go, baby! And I want it to happen. I want it to happen so bad. Wait, really like, quick. I want to see this guy. Go that spread off. was at 10 points at, on, like, Monday or Tuesday, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. dropping. Yeah, two and a half points. That's big. Boys, as of now, we are officially a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. So we, we need to move to Jacksonville because, man, I'm on the hype train. I'm pretty sure Gardner Benchu is coming on the pod soon, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next we got uh, Minnesota versus the Colts. The Colts are favored by three points. But why? Let, let, let me start out with this one. Uh, the guys know this, but I've been talking about this for five straight days. I cannot understand this. The Indianapolis Colts just went in and lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who everyone thought were going to go over the entire year, and they're favored? I mean, like, the Titans lost to the Packers, but the Packers are good. Like, they're favored? Are you kidding me? Give me the Vikings at plus three. Give me the money line. God, I would take the Vikings at minus three. Yeah, you know what? If, if we weren't picking spreads, I would even just go and pick the money line because I think the Vikings will win this game. And not only that, I could just see Phil Rivers doing that little two-minute drill at the end of the game just to catch up with the Vikings. But it doesn't matter. They're going to cover anyways. Yeah, there's no question that Kirk is – not going to have two terrible games in a row. He's going to put some points on the board. And the Colts, their running backs out, right? Is the Mac out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they're, they're not scoring anything. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I'm going Minnesota as well. I think this one's kind of a no-brainer for me. But, yeah. All right, next you got Bills, Dolphins. The Bills are favored by five and a half. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I think this is a trap game. Like, I think I'm going to lose, but I also don't want to go with the Dolphins. So I'm going to stick with the Bills. But I think I'm going to lose, if that makes any sense. I, I'm also going to go with the Bills. I put I uh, went for the Dolphins last week, and it bit me in the ass very hard. So I'm, <laughs> I don't trust them again. So I'm going Bills. I'm feeling Bills, too. Um, John Brown's back, right? Because I don't know if he was sidelined yeah, last game. But he wasn't sidelined, but he was questionable. He's questionable. I like him. The only thing I'm scared about is like it could be one of those weekends where they're in Miami and it's like 95 degree weather. I don't know how they're going to face that because it's Buffalo. They like it, you know, five degrees, just <laughs> pouring down snow. But um, I like Buffalo here. Interesting take on the weather, Brennan. But I think the problem is Josh Allen being an absolute idiot behind <laughs> center and fumbling and throwing picks. But I just cannot root for the Dolphins. I just don't see how Fitzmagic is going to do anything. So I'm going to have to go with the Bills, unfortunately. Boys, hey, let's let's start making this interesting. We've had three in a row where we've all chose the same team. So let's uh, let's stop let's stop being idiots here and make this an interesting show. It's four in a row, Joe, not three. <laughs> oh my God! And we're about but, to do five. That just go to the next game. I don't even want to talk about this game because it's so obvious. Let's just all get, right. So San Francisco the game is favored by six and a half against the Jets. Everyone going San Francisco? Yes. Yes. The Jets are horrible. Well, and they're coming off a loss to the Cardinals. Like I, I know yeah. the Cardinals are a good team, but the Niners are coming back with vengeance, and the Jets are awful. All right, that's enough, hurt. That's enough talk about this game because we all know who's going to win that game. Moving on. All right, next we got Rams, 
Eagles. This one is a pick. There's no spread. Pick your winner. All right. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going with the Rams because the Eagles just lost to the Washington football team, and I don't like that. So I'm going to go with the Rams. You know what? I was feeling Rams, but then I heard that Sanders is coming back. Like I said, week one, people have embarrassing losses, and they're coming back with vengeance. Give me the Eagles. Brennan, last week you said Carson Wentz got assaulted, and that was against the Washington football team. They, the Rams have a man named Aaron Donald. <laughs> he assaults multiple people at the same time, <laughs> and, like, they're good. Like, the Cowboys O-line's good. So give me the Rams. I am also going to go with the Rams here. I hate the Eagles. I hate Carson Wentz. I hate that organization as a whole, and I'll never cheer for them. All right, next we got Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by seven. Who, Joe? Oh, oh, me? Yeah, no, I just, I just don't, didn't really want it to be me, so I'm going to pass. I'll start us off. Gonna pass? I'm going to start us off. I'm going with the Denver Broncos. They covered last week. They're covering again. Barely. They covered. By the grace of Goskowski, that's how they covered. Brendan, who are you taking? I I like Pittsburgh, but seven's a lot. That's the only thing. Sutton's out. Uh, the D-line is scary for Pittsburgh, and I just think that Locke is going to have some trouble back there. Big Ben's back. Uh, Steelers minus seven. I like Pittsburgh, but Denver's always that, like, scrappy team. That could that could change things, you know? And Locke being young, I don't know. Is it up in Denver or is it at Pittsburgh? It's, it's at Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah, now they don't have that elevation advantage. That mile but high that spread is, the, the spread is so big, that's the only issue. Damn, Kyle, make your decision. You going to talk about this all night? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the hardest games this week. To pick. Kyle, if you say I'm well, going Pittsburgh. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So this this is gonna be exactly like the game that happened tonight. Pittsburgh's gonna have this game wrapped up, and then Drew Locke's gonna drive down the field, meaning nothing with like a minute left, and score a touchdown to lose by five. It's exactly I, what's gonna happen. I picked Pittsburgh, but yeah, I know that's exactly gonna happen. <laughs> They're gonna like lose by six. Exactly. So Pittsburgh's winning, but not covering the spread. Joe, you got Denver? Yeah, Denver. Let's go, Joe. There we go, Coop. All right, next you got Carolina, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by eight and a half. Carolina. Tampa Bay hasn't figured it out yet. I was a huge guy on the Tampa Bay hype train. Looked awful last week. Give me Carolina. I'm a very anti-Tom Brady guy. A lot of people might not like that. But a lot of his receivers are out too, or they might be questionable. The Panthers, they're scrappy. I like Teddy back there at the helm. And eight and a half is a big spread. Give me, give me the Carolina Panthers. I like that. I'm Coop, going with go. the Carolina Panthers. I'm cheering for them regardless because I have Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team, so this just gives me a reason to cheer more. So, Carolina Panthers for me. Kyle, this is a good, good lone wolf if you want it. This is a good one. I am 100% jumping on the Tampa Bay hype train, <laughs> and I'm sticking with it. You know, this is going to show the true fans, you know? True. All right, next we got the Washington football team at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona is favored by seven. So I personally think this is the hardest game of the week. I have, I have no idea if the Washington football team is good at football or if the Arizona Cardinals are good at football. So earlier today, I asked my girlfriend who, she, who I should bet on, 
and she told me the Washington football team for literally no reason. So I'm going to go with the Washington football team. Wow, that's faith. I agree with you, Joe. I mean, both these teams are coming off upset losses. That So, like, this is going to be the most difficult game to predict, more so than Denver-Pittsburgh. But I like the Cardinals. Murray to Hopkins all day long. Give me Arizona minus seven. Yeah, I like Arizona as well. All Dude, right. Murray, Murray's fast. I am also hopping on the Arizona Cardinals bandwagon. Wow. So Joe is wow. lone wolf in this one on the Washington football team. That's a good lone wolf by me right there. Minus seven. I say, again, I, I, I guess I may, maybe I'm just scarred from what just happened to me about an hour <laughs> ago. But I, minus seven scare me because it's like if a team is up 14 and they know they're going to win, all, they're going to let the team score. They don't care about like the minute drive they have. They're not going to get hurt. They're sure. just going to let them drive down. I, mine, like, full point spreads scare me. There's a lot of high spreads this week, and that could really screw us all over. All right, next we got Chiefs Chargers at L.A. Chiefs are favored by eight. I think you guys already know what my pick is, <laughs> but go Chiefs. Um, I Yeah, no, the Chargers do not stand a chance in this game. Give me the Chiefs. I would take the Chiefs at minus 14 if that's what it took. I would take them at minus 30. <laughs> uh you know, Cooper made some good points earlier. I know he has a hatred for the Chargers, but, you know, the Bengals held them to, what, 16 points? Yes. And, honestly, I'm picking Kansas City minus eight. But I'm feeling whatever the Chargers under is, just hit it because I know that's not going to happen. Tyrod's <laughs> going to be running back there. doesn't even know where to throw it. So we've got either the Super Bowl champs or a Pop Warner team. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Super Bowl champs. Kyle, you're, you're, you're never betting on the Chargers again throughout the rest of the year, are you? Uh, I think we agreed on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a question for you guys. Do you think we will see a Justin Herbert appearance this Sunday? No. I think no. It's, but I think it will. I think it'll be – you'll see an appearance with him being named the starter for the week. Like, I don't think they're going to throw him in in, like, the fourth quarter. I think they'll name him the starter, like, in the next couple weeks, and he'll go. I think you know, he'll be the starter because the Chiefs are going to hurt Tyrod Taylor because <laughs> – no, I'm serious. Like, the center is out. They have oh, the backup center, and, yeah, oh, I'm kind of nervous for him. Oh, boy. All right, next we got the Ravens at the Houston Texans. The Ravens are favored by seven. Uh, pass. Um, this is a hard one, man, because Baltimore just kicked the crap out of the Browns. But then again, Houston came off a loss to the Chiefs, but and I know they can do better. Uh, I will say I'm really feeling the over. I don't know what the over is either, but I'm feeling good about it. I feel like it's going to be a shootout. The Ravens, you know, everyone's talking about the Chiefs being the AFC champions. I think they even have a better chance this year for the Ravens. So give me Ravens minus seven. Ooh. Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like Baltimore is – Pretty much even with Kansas City or maybe just a tick underneath. But, yeah, they lost by 14 week one, so I'm going with Baltimore. I am going with the Houston Texans. Like I said before, I have Deshaun Watson on my fantasy team. Gives me a reason to root for him. Times two. Here we go. Houston Houston Astros. Well, I almost said the Astros. God, never, never, never say the Astros again while we're talking about a positive moment. Ever. All, All right, right Joe, um, who you got? I don't know. Let's make it 2v2. Give me the Texans. I literally yeah. – I have no idea, but give me the Texans. Oh, good pick. I'm pretty sure Brandon Cooks is out too. So, I mean, he's going to have Will Fuller out there. It's his only option. Hey, Will Fuller had two touchdowns last week. Don't hate. 
I know, but when he's getting double teamed, it's not going to look well. <laughs> All right, last and finally, we got the Patriots at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are favored by four points. You know, you know how I said the Washington football team and Arizona game was the hardest game? I lied. This is the hardest game to pick. I am passing again. I'm you going don't... with the Seahawks. I don't think they are worse than the Patriots. I know Cam's there. I know he can do some wonders, but go Seahawks. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Seahawks fan. But you know what? I have some scars that haven't healed that <laughs> Belichick has brought upon me. I don't care if it – I'm not referring to Marshawn – okay, I'm referring to Marshawn Lynch. Should have ran the ball. Oh, never heard that before. But yeah, Seattle looks so good this year. I think Russ is going on his MVP run, and I don't think New England is the same team they were last year. Even on defense, I know a lot of those players are sitting out. Um, I feel good about Seattle minus four. I don't know why everyone's so scared about Belichick in this game. I mean, I get he's had success in the past, but they just they barely beat the Dolphins. And they only won by that much is because Fitzpatrick threw a pick at the end. So if that's a real team and they score, like that's a that's a ball game right there. So like they won by three. Yeah, they almost won by three to, to Miami. Miami, yeah. yeah. So I'm going yeah, Seattle. I, I zoned out when Brendan was talking about like the Super Bowl where they should have run the ball. What did everyone pick? We all got Seattle. Wait, wait you all have Seattle? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Guys, it, if I am ever lone wolfing a, with Bill Belichick, if Bill Belichick is my partner on a lone wolf, I will ride that wolf every single day. Give me the Patriots. Hey, Joe, I hope you know that uh, you, you said that a lot. Like, hey, this is good lone wolf. But I'm pretty sure you're second to last, right? Hey, Brennan, that was week one. Um, I'm feeling good about week two. I learned some things about myself and about the team. So I'm going to be coming in real hot for week two. I think it was your golf to press state of mind. Yeah, I, I am not in a decision. I'm not in a state to be making good decisions right now. So this is not going to be good. All right, let's get into Connect Four. For those who haven't watched the previous podcasts, Connect Four is basically us each picking a team who we think will cover the spread. We throw it in a parlay and hope for the best. Last week, Kyle screwed it up with picking the Los Angeles Chargers and pushed. Let's see if Kyle can redeem himself. Kyle, you're on the clock. Go first. I want revenge, okay? And that's why I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs against that disgrace of a football (laughs) team they call the Los Angeles Chargers. They will not do me dirty ever again Kyle, because I will been, not root for that team. That might have been the greatest pick in history. Kyle, you know what would be amazing is if the three of us won and then the Chargers screwed you over again by cover. <laughs> so if, you, if the Chargers screwed you two weeks in a row, that I would rather lose than, than have that happen than just you, all of us win. That would be so funny. All right, Brendan, go ahead. Dude, this is such a hard week because – all, all the spreads are so high. You know, last week, I'm pretty sure the Ravens were favored by eight and a half to the, to the goddamn Browns. And now they're only favored by seven to the Texans. Man. You know what? The Niners. Uh, they're playing the Jets. Coming off a loss. They're going to easily cover six and a half. All right, Brendan. Let's see if that works. Myself, I am picking back-to-back weeks the Buffalo Bills. This week, I 
would assume so that they cover the spread of five and a half against the Dolphins. So let's hope for the best. I think that may be a trap game. Uh, is, I, that yeah, might be a trap true. game, Coop. As a Bills fan, I'm kind of worried about that game. That's I, okay. I took That's the okay. Bills. I took the Bills. I think they're going to cover it, but I'm like 55% sure they're going to cover it. So actually, no, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're going to lose for that bet, but I'm still betting on it. Fitz magic could go off. You never know. Or he could not and throw in three <laughs> interceptions like he did last week. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I am last and I cannot believe I am in actual shock that this bet made it to me that the three of you passed up the easiest bet on this entire slate. I will take the Minnesota Vikings over the Indianapolis Colts at plus three. The Minnesota Vikings should be favored in this game. Like not even by three. I'd say the Minnesota Vikings should be around minus five and they're plus three. So that is the easiest one on the entire board. And you guys just missed it up. So give me the Vikings. See, I got a question for you guys. We are all in this Gardner Minshew hype. Should I change mine to the to the Jacksonville Jaguars? No. 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 That's no. I want it to work, but yeah. it's not I'm not I mean like I'm okay. I'm on the hype train, but it's one week. They still have no one on their team. Like okay, they have literally fine. no one. I'm sticking with the Bills. Okay. Okay. Seven and a half is a lot. I could see no, 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 no. Stick no, with the Bills. If, if, Jupe, if you change it and it doesn't work, you're going to just – I'm going to just going to – oh, yeah. All right. This has been the Yard Talk podcast on Friday, September 18th. Thank you for listening. We hope you tune in next Monday, which will be our next one, where we recap all of our pick that we just did, our connect for that hopefully Kyle doesn't ruin next time. Um, we got playoff basketball, playoff hockey, and MLB is really coming to a close. And, hey, U.S. Open, we'll be talking who won that. I hope the winner is, like, positive by that point. I really hope so. So you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. All right, see you later, boys. Peace, boys. Later. Go 12s. Kyle, don't screw this up.